Welcome into the Chief Zone Podcast. Farzi Musugin here with you, recording this live from Las Vegas. Yes, I think this is only the second time in the history of this podcast I have done a podcast from Las Vegas. The last time I remember recording one from Las Vegas, it was in 2011. That was when uh, I, I think the uh, I think the day after the NFL uh, lockout was lifted, when that was all over with. The uh, all, all the NFL teams started their training camps, and shortly after that, the Chiefs released Brian Water. So surely I had to come up with something, and luckily I had my uh, my laptop and my small microphone I used at the time. Uh, so I, I put together a quick podcast at the time. So since then, had not done a Chiefs podcast on the road. Of course, I, I've mentioned it several times. I've been to Las Vegas before, uh, but definitely a lot of fun. Uh, definitely a lot of fun. Saw the game. At a, at a sports bar at the Wynn, uh, very close to where I normally stay at the Venetian. The problem is my brother is almost 21, uh, but a lot of these sports books and really nice sports bars, uh, you have to be 21 to go and watch the games there. A lot of you guys recommended Blue Diamond Saloon, which is definitely on the list of places I definitely want to go to. I have not had a chance to go there yet, but unfortunately you have to be 21 to go inside that because it, to my understanding, uh, I know that they have games inside that you can play. So I had to take a pass on that, but definitely want to check it out in the future. I've never been to a Chiefs-themed sports bar outside of Kansas City before, so I definitely want to check it out sometime next year or the year after. Uh, definitely want to go back to the Legacy Stadium. I mentioned to you guys a couple of times I've been there before, uh, and it's a great place to watch a game. I, I also watched the UFC event there last year, and that was a lot of fun. Speaking of the UFC event, and I'll get to the Chiefs in just a moment, uh, I don't know why, but uh, ever since I, I, I've been here in Vegas... Uh, I, I've seen dozens of Broncos fans, and for whatever reason, the only Chiefs fans I saw were at the sports bar that I went to to catch the game. Uh, I remember for UFC 219, uh, which took place Saturday night, uh, I was behind a Broncos fan in line getting into the into the arena, and this family of three sitting to my left, uh, they also told me they were Broncos fans, and I, I've seen several other Broncos fans uh, in the hotel, just in and around the city. So for whatever reason, a lot of Broncos fans in Las Vegas, but very little, little Chiefs fans. So I'm not quite sure why that's the case, especially when one team is finished 10 and six and the other finished five and 11. But hey, what are you going to do about that? But anyway, time to get into the show. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into the UFC event or the Las Vegas trip. But if you guys want to hear my UFC commentary, check out my other podcast, my MMA podcast, the Cage Zone podcast. That'll be out later this week. And you guys can listen to that as well. I'll give you guys my thoughts on Cyborg and Holly Holm and other matches outside of the main event. But as far as this podcast goes, it's going to be a fairly short podcast since I am recording this on the road. We're not going to do the closing segments on this episode. So instead, we're just going to keep it strictly to the Chiefs and Broncos game. Touch a little bit on the season and I'll bring up a couple of the key events that took place Sunday. It was a wild week 17 as it normally is. But for the most part, I, I mean, you, you can't complain too much. Uh, a great game for Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs in this one, winning 27-24. to Pat Mahomes leading the Chiefs to a phenomenal game-winning drive right there as Harrison Butker capped it off with a game-winning field goal as the Chiefs won. We'll touch on that in just a moment. Just want to remind you guys, you guys can interact with me on social media. You can do so on Facebook, facebook.com slash Farzi Basugian. Give my page a like. Follow me on Facebook. We'll do a Facebook Live at halftime and after the Chiefs and Titans game. Yes, I did say that Chiefs and Titans will play this Saturday at 3.30. So we will go live on Facebook at halftime and after the game. And you guys can also interact with me on Twitter at Farzine21 and email me as well, Farzine 
at FarzineVasugian.com. If you like the podcast, if you like what you hear, subscribe on iTunes, share it on social media, let your friends know about the Chiefs on Podcast. All right, let's look for a moment with the 16 games the Chiefs had. Uh, this was this was an up and down season. It really was. If you told me the Chiefs were going to start five and zero, lose six of seven, and then win their last four, I would have said I would have guessed there was some sort of major injury that would have t- taken place right before the uh, six of seven losses, and then somehow they figured it out late in the season by winning their last four and maintaining a lead in the division. But not the case. Yes, they did have a major injury in Eric Berry, but that was not the cause of the Chiefs losing six of seven games. And to tell you the truth, when you look at those six of seven games, it's hard to pinpoint why the Chiefs lost to teams like the Giants and putting up only nine, or losing to the Bills, putting up only 16, or allowing the Jets to put up 38 on the scoreboard when... A lot of the other teams that have some similarities with their offense or their defense, other teams on the schedule, the Chiefs had a, had a I don't want to say an easy time, but they they were able to take care of those teams. Look at the Raiders the second time they played them, beating them 26-15, to uh, beating the Chargers 30-13, to uh, the Dolphins 29-13. The Chiefs had a fairly good finish uh, to the season defensively. The only bad game was that Jets game where they surrendered 38 points, and a lot of people were angry about the situation with the defense and Bob Sutton, uh, the offensive side of the football. Alex Smith was not playing very well, uh, not definitely not the MVP candidate he looked like during the 5-0 start to the season. But then Alex Smith started to pick things up, and somehow the Chiefs ended up winning their last four games. Now, of course, Alex Smith didn't play the last game of the season. It was Pat Mahomes who took over, and I'll get into that shortly. But overall, I, I mean, this is this is kind of a confusing regular season probably the most confusing Chiefs team that I have seen coming into the playoffs uh, there's not a, I mean it's hard to kind of go go into the playoffs wondering what which Chiefs team is going to show up is it going to be the same Chiefs team that showed up against the Giants the Bills that team where the offense was below average and the defense was able to put the team in position to win allowing only 12 points or 16 points or are we going to see the Chiefs team where the offense does fairly well and the defense just somehow collapses, such as the game against the Jets where they allowed 38, or against the Raiders where they allowed 31. And again, it's pretty hard because uh, we haven't seen a lot of balance with this football team. We saw a little bit of that in the Raiders game and the Chargers game. Now the Raiders game, that final quarter, was a little little iffy to watch, but for the most part, the Chiefs took care of business. Also, you know, a lot of good things in that Dolphins game, too. Uh, But Overall, uh, this is, uh, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, this is a Chiefs team where, as mysterious as they are, it can be a good and a bad thing. I guess the bad part is, as a fan, you want to see that consistency. But the good part is, when a team like Mike Malarkey, uh, a team led by Mark Malarkey, he doesn't, I mean, he has to figure out how to, how to game plan. How, what kind of a scheme is he going to set up against this Chiefs team that, Really, you just don't know which Chiefs team is going to show up. Uh, you know, they, they put up 42 on the Patriots one game, but only 9 against the Giants. Um, and again, look, I mean, every team is going to have a bad game. But, you know, the Chiefs did go on a consistent basis where they 
just didn't look very good in some of their games. Uh, losing four straight, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Bills, and the Jets, and only to finish with a four-game winning streak. So this is something that Andy Reid needs to figure out in the short week the Chiefs have as they do play on a Saturday against the Titans at, on 3.30, and that will be on ESPN. But uh, this is going to be interesting. And as far as the playoffs go, look, are the Chiefs capable of going to the Super Bowl? Yes, absolutely. Uh, really, at the end of the day, it just comes down to what are we going to see from the offense, more specifically from Alex Smith and Kareem Hunt, because as great as those two have been this season, they've also been very inconsistent. Very difficult to say, uh, because look, you had a 4,000-yard passer in Alex Smith. And, and listen, the games where he looked great, he threw a lot of passing yards, and in the games he didn't look good, it just was very difficult to watch, very cringeworthy. Uh, the, the thing is... If Alex Smith played consistently well for 16 games, and obviously he didn't play the last game of the season, but let's just say he did, those 4,000 yards could easily be at 5,000. And you think of the touchdown numbers, the, the quarterback rating, all of that w- would be much higher. And again, when I say consistency, you, you you could expect one or two bad games. Tom Brady had a couple of bad games this season, one of them being against the Chiefs. Didn't put up a touchdown in that game. Uh, also looked very bad against the Miami Dolphins earlier this year. So even the... The best, the top-tier guys will have off games. But the Chiefs, they went on consecutive runs looking bad. Uh, Not necessarily looking like a complete football team. Back-to-back games. The Steelers and the Raiders, those two games back-to-back didn't look. Even that one over the Broncos, and look, a win's a win. You never apologize for that. But the Chiefs just did not look good in that game against the Broncos on Monday Night Football the night before Halloween. And then shortly after that, lost four straight. But they found a way to bounce back. And beating a Raiders team, a Chargers team, two teams that all of a sudden out of nowhere started to compete with the Chiefs uh, for the AFC West. And as a matter of fact, we saw a three-team tie for first place. So at the end of the day, yes, there were there were some bad things that, that did take place with the Chiefs. So some things that went wrong. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs, somehow, someway, they found a way to take care of business. And they won the AFC West going into... Week 17, and their backups, uh, or at least a majority of the backups that they play, they took care of business over the Denver Broncos. And, man, I, I mean, I've I just got to say, hat off to Pat Mahomes. What a game he had. 22 of 35, 284 yards passing, no touchdowns. Did have that one interception, which, you know, could be a debatable, debatable one. And I'm not going to be all up in arms about that because, listen, uh, He's a guy who is getting his feet wet. This was his first NFL game against a Broncos defense that kept a lot of their key players that was on the team that were on the team a couple of years ago that helped the team win a Super Bowl. And let's not forget that Super Bowl winning Broncos team was led by a really bad Peyton Manning that did not do good in the regular season, nor in the playoffs, nor in the Super Bowl. And that Broncos defense carried the team to a championship victory over the Panthers that year. And for Pat Mahomes to go out there, and I read you the the numbers on the last podcast, for Pat Mahomes to go out there and just shine in the moment. When Tyler Bray came in and helped the Broncos make it a one-possession game, Pat Mahomes, by the way, for those who wanted to see Tyler Bray, well, there was your first look at Tyler Bray, probably your only look at Tyler Bray ever. But Pat Mahomes, though, what a game for him. What a debut for Pat Mahomes. And you think of the debuts that we have seen from some of the Kansas City Chiefs this season Kareem Hunt, we know the story with him. Uh, I mean, he had that fumble uh, to start off uh, the, the not just his career, but the Chiefs' season on offense, only to have the best debut in NFL history 
We saw Harrison Butker come in and miss his first field goal attempt with the Chiefs only to make a game-winning field goal that same night and go on to make a plethora of consecutive field goals uh, for a big part of the season. Had a phenomenal season for him, a phenomenal rookie year, and it was a Pro Bowl alternate. And then you look at Pat Mahomes, who also looked great in his debut. And again, the, the touchdown interception numbers are not indicative of that, but those aren't the only numbers you've got to look at. That final drive was really the best one. And look, I don't know what Pro Football Focus's uh, little rating is going to be as far as Pat Mahomes and how he did under pressure, but it's got to be really high. The thing that I was pleased the most with Pat Mahomes is how he, how poised and controlled he was in the pocket and didn't really panic. And this is a Broncos team that, that knows how to bring the heat. I mean, he took some vicious hits in this football game. And we all know about Von Miller and how tough of a hitter he is and how great of a pass rusher he is. And when you have an elite pass rusher like Von Miller or a Justin Houston or a Khalil Mack, all AFC West guys, by the way, it really does open up the door for other guys on the defense to also make plays. Other guys on the front seven to come in because you get so focused on on uh, on that one elite pass rusher, maybe you forget about a guy here and there and they kind of come through at times. So this is a Broncos defense that's not to be taken lightly uh, in, in any aspect. So for Pat Mahomes to do what he did in this game, uh, stay controlled under pressure, making plays on third down under pressure, and helping the Chiefs move the chains when needed. Uh, th- this is a great thing to see. And as a Chiefs fan, you've definitely got to be pleased with the future. And look, if if anything happens to Alex Smith in the playoffs, well, uh, Pat Mahomes does have this game under his belt, and you'll have some confidence. Yes, it's just one game. We've got to keep that in mind. But this is a, an encouraging early sign because this was against the Broncos. This is one of the best defenses in the NFL, regardless of their record right now of 5-11. and 11. So for the Chiefs to go out there and do what they did, definitely got some help from Pat Mahomes, and he had a big hand in, the, in this victory for the Chiefs. And looking at some of the other players who contributed, Anthony Sherman was the primary running back after Kareem Hunt got his one and only run of 35 yards. I mean, gosh, you've got to give credit to him. Akeem Hunt went in there, did some good things for the Chiefs on the ground, uh, and they trusted Anthony Sherman in this one. Props to him. Your fullback as your primary running back in this game. Albert Wilson uh, had a great game. 10 catches for 147 yards. His first 100-yard catch, uh, 100-yard receiving game, I should say. Uh, and, And first time having 10 catches in a single game, too. I mean, Albert Wilson had a career day, and that was with a backup quarterback. So, when you see Pat Mahomes going out there and making Demetrius Harris look good, three catches for 73 yards, Albert Wilson, 10 catches for 147 yards, Demarcus Robinson also contributing in a big manner, four catches for 31 yards. These are guys who really help the offense in a big way, move the football. Anthony Sherman also making plays not just on the ground, but through the air as well. So you've got to feel pretty good about what you saw from Pat Mahomes. And I think uh, this is, of course, a topic for another time. What's going to happen in the future and how are the Chiefs going to decide who they want to go with? I mean, yes, you drafted the guy, but gosh, you cannot let him stay uh, on that bench forever. You've got to use him at some point. You you traded up to get him in the first round. Traded up to the top 10. And look, you, you, you can't draft a guy 10th overall, trading up for him 23 spots and have him ride the bench for two years. You've got to get him out there. Uh, but again, we'll see what Andy Reid and the Chiefs decide to do 
with that in the near future. But as far as the rest of this game, defensively speaking, uh, I mean, look, uh, the Tyler Bray touchdown can't really, uh, obviously that's not on the defense, but uh, I mentioned Tanel Passanio, a guy who I said that we've got to keep an eye on, had a pair of sacks in this game. So Passanio, a guy who the, who the Chiefs took earlier this year in the draft, uh, second uh, in the second round, uh, a lot of people thought he was going to have a big season. Not necessarily the case, but came up really big in this game where he got a lot, a lot of playing time filling in for guys like Justin Houston and Tom Bahali. D Ford, of course, on IR, so he's not going to be available for the playoffs. So to have a guy like him in your rotation, definitely very encouraging. And again, it's a it's a Broncos team that yes, they're playing for a draft spot essentially, but they're not playing on purpose to lose. There are guys who are trying to keep their their jobs, uh, and they want to at least play good and end the season on a good note. Uh, and I think draft placement is completely overrated, as you've seen over the years, especially with the Chiefs and some of their later rounds or late first-round picks they've had. Uh, so listen, draft placement is completely overrated. Don't ever get caught up in that. Uh, the Broncos want to end the season on a good note and beat the Chiefs, and they lost to a rookie quarterback who had not played all season long. And you think of who they have in Paxton Lynch, and the job that... John Elway's doing. I mean, how much of John Elway's success in the Broncos winning a Super Bowl has to do with Peyton Manning? Now, oddly enough, Peyton Manning didn't have a good year that year, as I mentioned. Um, so since Peyton Manning has left, uh, and look, even bef- the, b- before that bad year for Peyton, the Broncos were doing a lot of great things with Peyton under center on, on the offensive side of the football. And when he li- left, the Broncos just weren't that same team anymore. And... You know, they they fired multiple head co- Well, it's expected that they'll fire Vance Joseph. Maybe maybe by the time this podcast is out, maybe he's gone, but we'll see. Uh, but, man, a lot of people are on social media are saying that the Chiefs are looking like a better team when it comes to getting quarterbacks better than John Elway. So, uh, I mean, sure, it's only one game, but, gosh, uh, Pat Mahomes outplayed Paxton Lynch in this one. The statistics don't necessarily show it. Again, two touchdowns, two picks for Lynch. Uh, but those two picks aren't very good. The five sacks in this one he took, not very good either. And this Chiefs defense really did keep the Broncos in check. 110 yards off 29 carries. Not a really good yard per carry average there. And you look at some of the players they have on their offense. Uh, I mean, Demarius Thomas, six catches, but 57 yards. I mean, that's if, if a guy like him has six catches, certainly should have more yards in this one, but not the case for him at all in this game. So the Chiefs. They did, they did a lot of work on the, on offense and on defense. So can't be too upset with what you saw in this one. And the Chiefs, uh, got to give a lot of credit to these guys. You know you've got some good depth when a lot of your, basically your JV squad can beat a starting squad in an NFL game. It felt like a preseason game at times, but of course when your team gets going and when they've got momentum and they win the way the Chiefs did, it felt like a live uh, regular season game and an awesome way to end the season. Pat Mahomes helping the Chiefs, leading them to a game-winning drive, setting up a game-winning field goal from Harrison Butker to send the Broncos to 5-11 as the Chiefs improved to 10-6, finishing with that record and preparing for the Tennessee Titans. Of course, we will touch on the Chiefs and the Titans later this week in our preview podcast. That will be coming up on iTunes, and that will be out Wednesday morning. So we will preview the Chiefs and Titans game. That will be out a little bit earlier because the Chiefs do play on a Saturday. So be sure you guys stay tuned for that. Subscribe to the podcast, and that episode will download automatically when it is available. And again, it should be out on Wednesday morning. Uh, A couple notes around the NFL. Crazy, crazy Week 17. I don't want to get into... Uh, all of them, but gosh, a crazy ending between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Deshaun Kaiser put it in the hands of his receiver on fourth down, which was going to be a first down, but goes through his hand. Got to make that play. I mean, feel bad for Deshaun Kaiser, but look, uh, I mean, it's it's just a tough season for the Cleveland Browns. No wins this entire season on a 16-game schedule. Very hard to do nowadays in the NFL. Uh, but man, uh, hopefully, hopefully the Browns can get something going. They played the Steelers close twice. Now, look, I, no moral wins. I don't believe in those. But I thought the Browns were going to be a little bit better. Not the case this year. But uh, man, uh, John Dorsey, former Chiefs GM. Uh, he's got a lot to do with this football team, and it'll be interesting to see if he can prove that he can do a better job the second time around as a GM after not doing very well with the cap structure with the Chiefs here in Kansas City. Uh, another interesting note, the Oakland Raiders fell to the LA Chargers 30-10. to Now, the Chargers unable to make the playoffs still, but the Raiders, just, uh, just a tough season for them, and I'm kind of surprised, but they did fire Jack Del Rio. There's a lot of talks, though, that John Gruden... And the Raiders have been in talks, and apparently Gruden wants Rich Gannon to be involved in some sort of way if Gruden, uh, I mean, if he's going to take a job with the Raiders, he wants Gannon to be a part of that. So kind of interesting to see. Definitely we'll keep an eye on that. Maybe there's going to be an update about that later this week, so we'll definitely keep an eye on that as well. Final NFL note that I want to talk about, and this one was just a very crazy ending to see, but gosh, the stunner in Baltimore and the Bengals, uh, uh, what a drive for them. And knocking down or knocking out the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, give props to Andy Dalton. And this has not been a good season for the Bengals, as, of course, we, we all know about Marvin Lewis and you know his, his time's up in, 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 in Cincy. But, gosh, uh, what a finish for him. 23 of 44 for 222 yards and three touchdowns, including that game-winning touchdown pass on fourth down that silenced Baltimore and that Baltimore crowd was really into it they could I mean they, they, those guys thought they were going to the playoffs and for Andy Dalton to just throw that strike almost being sacked and came away with that play on fourth down and the receiver just ran it all the way to the end zone just a stunner right there in a tough way to end your season but man uh that's what week 17 is about there are some of these crazy games that you can uh, get behind and there were a couple of them here so uh, kind of an exciting Week 17, and the Chiefs uh, having a part in that. Winning with Pat Mahomes under center, leading them to a game-winning drive, capped off with a Harrison Butker game-winning field goal to win 27-24. Chiefs 10-6 in 2017. We will touch on the Chiefs and the Titans later this week. We will preview that game. That will be out on Wednesday. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Look for the Chiefs Zone Podcast. Check out my MMA podcast, the Cage Zone Podcast. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Farnsley Give me a like on there. Follow me on Facebook. I will go live at halftime and after the game for the Chiefs and Titans game this Saturday. You guys can also follow me on Twitter at Farzine21. Email me as well, Farzine at Farzinevesugian.com. Big thanks to all of you guys for listening to this podcast. Very short podcast. I will be back in Kansas City. I believe it's going to be minus 10 degrees when we fly back. So that is going to be... A lot of fun to come back to. I've been experiencing weather in the 60s and the 50s, and now I'm going to be uh, coming back to weather in uh, frigid temperatures. So that's going to be very exciting. But nonetheless, going to be coming back to Kansas City, and we will have that preview podcast on Wednesday. Until then, talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year to all of you.